0: of so Black Girl Brunch. My name's e And I'm Sabria. And I don't know why for a second I felt like I didn't know what to say. Like I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to do the show today. <laughs> Excuse me. It's fine. Hey. You all right? Yeah. Excuse <laughs> 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 um, <laughs>
1: But it happens. <laughs> Gross. I know. Hey. It's allergy season. Hey. What's also, i just, season? I'm drinking too, Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking two different liquids also. So I had like kombucha and I'm drinking water at the same time. So like my throat probably was like, what? <laughs> Whoa, dear. Too funny, man. Too funny. <laughs> what are you laughing for? I'm laughing at that and I'm just laughing at like... The conversation we had before we got on here, like the fact that she was like, like you just said you just gave up. Okay, so here's the story.
0: I'm looking for a Halloween costume because my girlfriend's having a housewarming slash dress up uh, costume party. Shout out to Tori. Um, So with this being said, I'm just like. What do I dress up as? I didn't plan on dressing up this year. It's just too much is going on, but now I have to. So in my mind, every time I try to think of a costume, the only <laughs> thing that comes to my mind is Michael Jackson. And specifically the outfit when he be wearing the red button up, black pants, because I'm like, I got all the supplies. I can just wear the red button up. I can wear the black pants, I got white socks, I got some black penny loafers, I got my mom wig look like Michael Jackson here Um, I got red lipstick, I got eyeliner I can contour my face and I'm Michael Jackson (laughs) and I get into things so I'm like all night I would answer like Michael Jackson (laughs) I was so ready I told Sabria she like what why would you do that (laughs) you mean like a freak like what
1: was that energy about? Because uh, I just didn't expect it. Because you like I like I like being some pretty stuff, and I'm just like <laughs> Michael Jackson. Okay, um... <laughs> come on. Down, down,
0: and this things so bad. Yeah. Uh, please let me know if you think I should be Maggie Jackson because y'all opinions matter way please more than
1: Sabrina's. No. It- <laughs> please, if you want me to do it, just let me know. I'm begging. All the other cute ideas we came up with. Oh my God. I felt like that's the only that my heart just keep telling me maybe that could be no, the costume. Because this is not fair to me because <laughs> No, Noelle didn't want to be what I want her to be. Now you have to be what I want you to be. Please, somebody got <laughs> somebody got to not defy me. Okay. Oh well. Um, um. I hope it's not me, but it's all up to
0: the brunchers. They get to decide. <laughs> please, be on, please, be and let me know if you want prefer me to do the red button up or remember the times. Because <laughs> oh the remember the times, I got that shit down. Oh, <laughs> the choreographer, geez. the choreography,
1: everything. Jeez, jeez and crackers. Please, the way I would walk out of every room, <laughs> rolling my
0: shoulders and moving my finger back and forth. <laughs> she really
1: will. Can y'all please stop? Shut
0: up. So anyway, let's get into the show. i could be a Jekyll or a candy corn or something. That would be that's the idea. thing. I feel like everything this night Michael Jackson is corny. Like, as soon as I sat down, I'm like, that's corny. No, it would be cute. I don't know. Maybe I could be tie-dye. Ask me what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just saying shit. Moving on. No, I like costumes like that because I'm like, I just <laughs> show up wearing this out. I dress like, what about tie I'm tie so it's creative. Oh jeez. All right, so <laughs> let's get into the phase four. This week's phase four are four favorite vegan candies, and I'm
1: gonna find the person who suggested that because we appreciate it. Thank you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God actually this Um, was kind (laughs) of
0: are you found them so shout out to dana on twitter for recommending
1: this phase four shout out to you this was actually a little bit harder than i thought because i'm really not a candy person Like i have like particular things that i like um but i completed it and here are some of my favorites so there's this brand called unreal <laughs> Don't I know um, it. <laughs> and my favorite, like when I tell y'all this candy had me turned out. Like every time I would go grocery shopping, I would get a bag of this. The dark chocolate—they're called dark chocolate gems with crispy quinoa. And so they're called dark chocolate gems. um So think of—they're like M and Ms. They look they look exactly like M Ms, um, except for the colors are different because like not to sound like haughty taughty but they're they don't use like food coloring. They use like natural like stuff from like fruit and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the colors are like kind of dark. They're not as vibrant as M Ms, but they look just like M Ms though. Um, and like you know how Those you can so have. Good. So good. And you know how you can have like peanuts and MMs and stuff. Instead of peanuts, these have quinoa, like crunchy quinoa in it. If you never had a candy with like, is it um I don't know how to describe it, like how would you describe it, Iman? Like the it's like the puff, like there because I've had multiple like chocolates with this, with like the quinoa in it. That's like oh yeah, like the little crunch, you know, like a crunch bar? Like yeah. little crispy bites, exactly. Into it. So it's mm. like that. When I tell y'all that is my one of my favorite things. It's so good with chocolate, like it's so good. And that's what's inside of those, except it's just like the M and M's, except for like they don't have. They have ones with, um, I think they have ones with peanuts in it. It's either peanuts or almonds, um, in it. But Unreal, I love. They also have like vegan um butter, I mean um, peanut butter cups. Mm. The peanut butter cups, I can't be around those. I Honestly, I got it. I need
0: those. I've been thinking about peanut butter cups for the past week because I got some last week. And, oh,
1: so good. The unreal peanut butter? Because they got many ones. I haven't had the uh, the unreal ones. You say you have? You haven't? I have not had them. Shit. They so good. Like, And also, they have a big bag. They, ha- they have many ones. And that's where the problem comes in because they're little. And you like, just popping them back, popping them back, popping them back. And next thing you know, they're going. Um, the next one is this brand called Yum Earth and they have lollipops. Um, mm, and I like I their exactly lollipops. The you talking about? I got them one year when I was teaching and I got them for my class. And first the kids was like, Ugh, like, they're like, you always bringing in something weird <laughs> <Because> <laughs> for Halloween. I'm like, oh, I want to bring the kids candy for Halloween. But like, as you know. Uh, how i am with like food and stuff like that i just you know wouldn't feel right if i bought them like snickers or like um i don't know what other lollipop what's the other lollipop brands like dum-dums i went and wanted a lot of shit i said
0: dum-dums i used to love them especially the candy i didn't want
1: to. i liked the uh, cherry but um i never i know right I didn't want to bring them those, so I was like, all right, I'm going to bring um, them these lollipops. So Yum, Yum Earth, they're made out of, like, real fruit, mm-hmm. and they are so good. When I tell you these kids was fucking them up, <laughs> please. They was asking me <laughs> to bring them in again. I'm like, no, but y'all was talking about me. Like, they so good, <laughs> and they, like, have, they have them all year round, but, like, during the holidays, they'll have special ones, like Valentine's Day. They have heart ones. Halloween, they have ones out now. Um, but yeah, I love um those lollipops. Um the next ones are surf sweets and surf sweets, they make like vegan gummies. So they saw them in like um, I usually see them in like Whole Foods or like mom's and stuff. They have like V and like gummy bears, gummy worms. Um, yes, I love because like gummy candy, that was like my favorite. And it's hard to get those vegan. It's sometimes. so hard to get them vegan. It's so hard. So when I find a vegan gummy candy, oh, I lose it. Because <laughs> I love them. I love them so much. Because I used to fuck up those um, like gummy worms, like the neon bright ones. Oh my gosh, I used to go ham on those. But yeah, sweet earth, like I mean, sweet surf reminds me of those they're really good i mean surf sweets sorry i had it all fucked up <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the name of the gummies <laughs> surf sweet first of all why would you name them surf sweets like yeah, what is like, their name uh, unless they're shaped like surfboards i don't they're, get it right they're not at all they're shaped like Wait, worms. They shape worms oh worms are like sweets. gummy bears you see the person
0: who made them is a surfer. Probably. That might, that's to me, that's the only way this all makes sense.
1: Right. The last one was kind of hard for me because like I said, I'm not really a candy person. So I don't know if this is really considered candy, but like it's sweet. Um, I said kettle corn. Mm. Um, uh, there is. Now oh, wait, in the morning. T- <laughs> Sorry about that. Okay. So I'm going to say the brand name because I got this. This is the first. So I had never had kettle corn before. Um, until like a few years ago I never had it before literally I that's how much I'm not sweet person I didn't have kettle corn until I was in my mid-twenties that's weird isn't that weird sorry I should not have judged you You I meant to think that I'm sorry
0: you said that's weird (laughs) I call like Harisha I said that's weird (laughs) judgmental as shit oh I could be Miss Doubtfire for Halloween sorry random (laughs) folks
1: See, now you're thinking, good, good, good. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, I didn't have kettle corn until a few years ago um, because I was bringing snacks to uh, my coworkers. And I was just like, uh, it's around, again, around Halloween time. And I was like, oh, like, let's get some kettle corn, I guess. (laughs) So I got this popcorn. It's called Popcorn Indiana Sweet and Salty Kettle Corn. It's in a red bag. When I tell y'all that kettle corn, I was eating it till I felt sick. <laughs> and that's what happens when you don't have stuff as a child. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just how it happened when you me.
0: Cause I always <laughs> eat shit till I'm sweet. I mean, t- till I'm sick.
1: I was going so I was like, "What the? This is what I've been missing." Because like when I was younger, I was always freaked out about the idea of kettle corn. I was like, mm, "I don't know, what that sound like," and I just never had it. And yeah, I didn't have it until my like till I was like twenty five, twenty six. Hmm. I love kettle
0: corn. I feel like I've been eating it since birth. <laughs> 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 I can't remember a time I haven't eat kettle corn. <laughs> That's just how I feel so well. And the thing is,
1: I really believe you. I have. I've been eating my. Do you know who my mom is? True. That's very true. But yeah, I'm so happy that I'm not obsessed. Like, if I could find, like, a. Because I cannot get a big bag of it. If I get a big bag of it, I'm going to, like, make myself, I'm going to drive myself silly with those. (laughs) So I gotta get like a small, like a one serving bag because that kettle corn. Whew, we gotta so go good. back
0: to Lindella um, mm-hmm. Orchard. <laughs> okay, we gotta go back to the Lindella Orchard because they fair food is so good. It's just so good. It's just hit different. Like no kettle corn gonna hit like the kettle corn
1: fresh off the the fair, fresh off the farmers market. Oh, I probably my head probably would explode. <laughs> Oh, so good. I just picture like a cartoon like my head being like mm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
0: gosh. Oh, see you're so silly. Um, but yeah, is that your 4? That's my 4. Perfect. So, my turn. The first thing on my list, you, so Zaria mentioned that Unreal brand. I'm going to go with the Unreal Snickers. Like they got a pretty much their version of a Snitch, Snickers. So it's like um, literally a Snickers, but vegan. And when I tell y'all I can't keep those in the house, Like I have pledged. Don't even buy them unless you have a like company or a party or something like that, because I don't know how to act. So good. Before I was vegan, I always would just jones for a snicker. Not all the time, not every day, but like I feel like at least once a year, the need I would get, I would go on like a one week snicker like obsession. So it's like now it's good that I kind of get to do that. But I know that like I just can't keep them in the house. I just can't do it
1: um yeah it's I think wait didn't we do that with Kit Kats too me and you
0: yeah what? we we would you, do that <laughs> we would go, go into a if, I'm waiting for the vegan Kit Kat literally officially by the Kit Kat brand to come to the states because I oh, know it's, it's in the UK. us <sighs> baby we would go Kit Kat crazy <laughs> <laughs> we would go Kit crazy <laughs> Because, you know, you ever seen that picture of somebody biting into a Kit Kat, like all four? Yeah. I was like, I would start doing stuff like that, like not even breaking them apart. Not even giving them a break, like just biting into that joint. Like that's how much we was going crazy. Kit Kat's had a hold on us. It really did. Oh, gosh. Let's not even go there. I said, let's not even go there. Um, The Justin's peanut butter cups, uh, the minis. I don't, for some reason, I only like mini peanut butter cups. I don't like the full size ones. For whatever, I think that the ratio of peanut butter that's in the full size, whether it's a Reese's cup from before I was vegan or like a Justin's peanut butter cup, it's just too much peanut butter in the middle. I want to taste an equal amount of the edge of the peanut butter cup and peanut butter. Not too much of
1: mm-hmm. either one. Oh, you would lose your mind with the, with the unreal ones. <laughs> oh, baby, I'm trying to lose tomorrow. <laughs> don't you worry your little heart.
0: <laughs> um. So those are good. Again, can't keep them in the house. Swedish Fish. Oh, yeah. Baby, you, you got what I need. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know why I was about to sing that song. But... Snickers are, I mean, Swedish fish are so good. Yes, y'all, they are vegan. They're one of the few uh, candies along with like sour patches um, that are made just naturally vegan. Also like p- uh, peanut juice and uh, what's it called? Chico sticks. They also just so happen to be vegan, like, on their own. Sure, there are many more, but just off the top of my head. But Swedish Fish have been one of my favorites consistently since I was a kid. So it's just amazing. Also, cotton candy. Oh, that's another thing. I just shouldn't bring it into the house because, Sabria, I didn't want to tell you, but that cotton candy didn't make it to the next day. All that Mm -hmm. cotton candy I bought? Yeah. I bought two buckets of cotton candy, only shared maybe 5% of it. And then by the next day, it was gone. Because I'm a sugar addict. Like, that's
1: the problem. That- can- well, no, I shouldn't tell you. Because I had got it. I don't know how I got it. For, they gave it to the wrong person, but at the right Because per- <clears throat> for some reason, I had, like, enough points to get free cotton candy. I don't even like cotton candy. And I was like, oh, like I'll give it to Iman, because I know she's a cotton candy freak. And the way her eyes lit up. <laughs> I said, so, so I get to pick any one I want. <laughs>
0: just throw it in the bag.
1: <laughs> you knew exactly which one you wanted. It's like you was, was thinking like, in your brain, like, if I could get two, <laughs> I was
0: always. I was like, damn, what's the difference between this one and the straw? It was two pink ones. I was like, what's the difference between this light pink one and this medium pink one? Because pink just looks like so cute. One was strawberry, one was traditional cotton candy. I got the traditional cotton candy, but I always, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to come back for that strawberry. Then it was like, Sabria, you get a, you get a free one. She was like, Iman pick. It's, it's the strawberry. Easy.
1: It was really good, though, but I just can't, like, I can only eat cotton candy like how you shared it with me. Like, I can't eat it like that. I, now, I see, you. that was something, when I was a kid, I would go, my hair would pop off with it. I would go nuts.
0: An- another thing uh, honorable mention, this isn't a candy, but I feel like we never. I would never get a chance to say <coughs> to mention that this is one of my favorite things. Lindy's Italian ice. Oh, I got to yes. keep those in the freezer. I never go without those because I just so I need. I like to eat like ice. So I always need something cold or icy and the strawberry lemonade and raspberry lemon. I mean, in the in the raspberry lemon. So good. Like, that's my favorite box to get. You can also just get all lemon, pineapple, and peach, but it's just like, and they're so, they're so affordable. That's because they're pretty much sugar and like, Die. That's probably why they're so affordable. But it's like a dollar ninety nine, two ninety nine for like a box of six. And I will say it takes me like two weeks to get through a box of six because I don't eat some every night. But when I just really want something sweet, like I'll actually learn this from like a self magazine article. Sometimes it's like something like a frosty or icy. It's less sugar than something like a piece of cake or a cookie. It's less cake. I mean, it's less sugar, less calories. It's mostly water. Um, so I'll just get that in st- to satisfy my sweet tooth.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, that's it. That's it for our faith for this week. Um, we also want to, now we want to toast for a sis. Let's give a shout out to our good sis Shamir for dropping his new single, The Gay Agenda. Yes Somebody on this call, on this call, somebody on this <laughs> podcast was in a video being a vixen. I wonder oh. who. I was
1: in the video it was was so much fun and I'm so glad that I did it like I had so much fun that day I didn't get home until like the next day at like 8 a.m or 6 a.m I forgot what it was I literally just was hanging out with my good sis um I love the song it was just very it was a good time you know Streaming the song right now, Gay yeah. Agenda. Please. Um Also, I hear that
0: Shamir gives the star-studded treatment. Like, you get lifts.
1: <laughs> yes, I got a lift, baby. <laughs> Big lift, stepper. Lift XL to and from my home. No, the fuck right. Shamir made me a gluten-free vegan pot pie. Like, who doing it like that? People
0: be like... People will be like, show up to this LL Cool J video, but you have to take public transportation. <laughs> right. Said, You're going to be a video vixen. And, no, I'm arranging on it, baby. I got it. Like, I got it for you. So it's just, that's just amazing. Like, we love you so much. Yes. Love you. Thanks, Shamir. <laughs> also, we want to give uh, a toast to Nedley, the hero. So this is really, this is a big big, big news for me. So I don't know if you guys guys follow this page on Instagram, but it's called Nori's Black Book. And it's a a page, like a parody page narrated from the perspective of North, like Northwest, the child of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. And this page is so shady. Like if you ever hear me call like those twins from ATL, the the Malikas that's from this page uh, the <laughs> fact that you know Jonathan this Kim's friend this Nori quote- unquote from this page calls Jonathan Miss Jonathan um <laughs> the Jer talking about Chris uh just created all these different like ideas of like Scott always dating a new teenager essentially <laughs> um <laughs> Tristan being disrespectful it's just Really fucking funny. This page has 1.4 million followers and even the Kardashians themselves have to interact. Long story short, the person behind the page has finally come about and surprise, surprise, it's a black fucking woman. Shout out to Natalie, the hero for being funny as only we can be. I knew I was like, this has to be a black woman or just I know it was a black person, but it's just it's just beautiful to see like all this comedy in a way that I really think is funny coming from a black woman. Like, I love that.
1: Yeah, because the Malikas, I feel like that's definitely something that black people would say.
0: But it's just so shady. It's just so shady, like the things, like the idea that this, you know, you know everyone know North is kind of like shady, just the real North. But this page, I just feel like it really embodies North's like attitude. And I love it. The ultimate shade.
1: Shine.
0: I'm sorry. I'm getting lost looking at the page because these kids are so freaking cute. I can't even take it. They are cute. All
1: right. So y'all saw how I had my pants. I literally I got these pajama pants and like I bought them like a size like I bought them big because I wanted them to be like comfy. And I'm pull I pulled the pajama pants all the way up to my chest. Um, (laughs) in case anybody wanted to know. Remember, um, my pants last night. The picture I sent you. That really took everything out of me. Like that made me so weak.
0: I sent Sabria my pants and my shoes. And she was like, bro, what the fuck you wearing? (laughs) So funny.
1: It was really giving like berries and cream, berries and cream.
0: But I told you my pants was looking like Captain Hooks before I even saw you. I mean, before I showed you, (laughs) then believe me. Let's get into this tea time. (laughs) TV dinner this week we want to talk about The Bad Seed alright so we both love this movie my mom has been watching it for a very very long time we watched it this Sunday again on Turner Classic Movies Um, spoiler alert it came out in 1956 (laughs) so So if you haven't seen this movie (laughs) you can get fucked I'm
1: sorry (laughs) Go to hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not you telling people to get fucked. Yeah, just go to hell. You never <laughs> seen it. Like, come on now. But come hey, on, hey, I older. wanted you to watch that. <laughs> so, the movie is about Rhoda, who is just turb, okay? I,
1: Love her. That's me and my from that movie. Me and my mom always say, "Give me them shoes, Leroy." <laughs> <laughs> she said, "I say, give me those shoes,
0: Leroy." Oh my god! Said, I you want I them realized? back. <laughs> See the cadence of our voice. So I like to listen when I'm watching like something on Turner Classic movies. We, me and my mom always watch the little thing that come on beforehand. They give you like all these facts about the actresses, actors, stuff like that. So the person who played Rhoda's mom, which was a Christine, I believe if I'm, if I heard this right way. So this was based off a of theater and I, I mean like a play and you can tell because the, it's very theatrical, but the, the young actress, aka Patty McCormick, who plays Rhoda, she was like, um, she said that her mom, the woman who played her mom, is the one who taught her how to use her voice in like a theatrical way. And watching it, I'm like, how does this child know to like hit these cadences? Oh, you're the most beautiful mommy. You're the most beautiful mommy in the whole wide world. I'm like, that shit makes her so much more evil to know <laughs> that this is a killer child who's also a thief. But the way she talks and skips around and everything else is like so menacing
1: it's so menacing like i love that movie my dad had me watch it when i was younger because it was one of his favorite movies and i have loved that movie um since i was a kid i worked at like a pinup store um and we would there was a tv um on the sales floor and we would watch like old movies that we would have old movies like playing in the background instead of music mm-hmm. um and i Around Halloween time, I had brought, I keep on talking about my jobs during Halloween, but um, but around Halloween time, I had bought the bad seed to play on the TV. Um, that is just like I love that movie so much. Um, it's just so funny to me. Also, like, how... Like you said, how adorable she is. But, like, when her... When she talking to uh, Leroy, like, when they talking, she be so... She was so nasty to him. They was nasty to each other. But that's my thing, though. He was...
0: I'm not saying that Rhoda was correct to be a killer because she wasn't. But what I am saying is that Leroy was a grown ass man picking and agitating <laughs> her. And he shouldn't have been talking to her as a grown man. He should have. He's like, I say, I know what you did. I, I, I know. know. I saw them shoes. Uh, <laughs> I saw that charm. I saw that. No, it was
1: like a pin. Mm-hmm. Remember, she took the pin. And it, that's for a pen really it, it was a, a war for a, a pinmanship.
0: Yes. And she wanted it. And that's the real reason she killed that little boy, because she wanted the pen. Um, But like he, he was. Oh, no, it was at the beginning of the movie. She was still she was about to steal something. <laughs> he caught her doing that. He was like getting on, up on her back about other things. I'm like, her mom is already on to her. You don't need to be here agitating. And that's exactly why, you know, he ended up inserting himself in it. Like, let's just say he was just a regular groundskeeper. I don't think Rhoda would have killed him yeah I don't don't think think so if he just was taking out the trash and minding his business he probably wouldn't have got killed not that he deserved it but he was definitely picking with her
1: he was and he was on her ass okay I I think it was a lot of talk in that movie about
0: like How, you know, pretty much how rich people get away with everything because Mm -hmm. he was poor watching his spoiled little girl do all these things. So imagine being poor watching it. It almost makes you feel like you got to put that person in their place because who will? And then the Claude's mom, like the, the little boy who passed away, his mom was she kept coming. Like, I think your child did something to my kid. She was correct. Yep, but she's her, the thing that really got her was like, I'm this working class woman. I had one thing and your bread took it away. So I feel like it was like so many themes about class, which also like fueled things more.
1: Exactly. Also, like, if she was the reason why she like did it is because she's so used to getting everything that she wanted. And she like, I wanted that, like that award uh, for penmanship it's like damn you might have got the award next week Why could but she didn't got- want to be good
0: that's the thing she didn't want to be good but she wanted stuff and I'm like you know what it's little Brit and her mom yeah. was such a, a, a st- like pushover
1: she was such a pushover I think also like I like well I love movies like like for instance like that The Orphan and stuff like that because like kids can really be scary mm-hmm. like really really scary and I'm like that kind of stuff I'm like that is something that's like scares me because it can be real so I love that device in horror and I feel like Rhoda had definitely her character paved the way for a lot of kids in horror that played, it really did. That, it really did. That was
0: revolutionary. I think like there was no I don't I can't think of any other movies. I feel like the next movie about a creepy kid was like The Omen. Mm, yeah,
1: yeah. And that was in the
0: 70s. Yeah. So from the 50s to the 70s, I'm not saying that they weren't, but like I'm talking big, big, like cinematic. And then um, what's that movie with the little girl with the blonde hair? Is the poltergeist, isn't it? Is yeah, what? but she wasn't evil. Okay, but like she was kind of cr- creepy, or at least the source for the creepiness. She so, um, she she was like trapped. She was a victim, right? Yeah, she was a victim. But I felt like she creeped me out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she was definitely a. She was definitely the shining those little
0: boys. Like uh, that was also kind of like and, creepy uh, representation.
1: And also the those t- uh. The The twins, like, in a, well, they wasn't in really, well, I don't know if they was really twins. The two girls. Okay, so hallway. that, yeah, it was
0: twin girls, not twin boys.
1: But no, it was a little boy in, on a bike, riding a bike. In that China. was his
0: son. So he yeah. was actually yeah. a victim, too. Um, but the twin little girls were, like, the ones that are creepy. Mm-hmm. And then Chucky, like, I felt like just ch- child, child, things associated with childhood becoming creepy started all because of the bad seat mm-hmm. I think that that movie put it on the map. Let us know if other movies like you Please later.
1: let us know because I love stuff like that. Like that really also like I'm thinking about it like for instance, Rhoda, she the scary thing about her is like it was no trauma. No, nope. it, well, really,
0: it was genetic. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause oh, yeah. Because her mom,
1: her grandma was a gra- uh, grandma. So, yeah. yeah. So. But the thing is, it was nothing like supernatural or anything like that. But then when it came to like the omen, Damien, it was it like was the devil. Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> so, the devil for sure. It was definitely the devil. So it's just like you know things like elevated like that. Yeah, I would just I would love to see that. Um, talk about that trope and horror because it's really one of my favorites.
0: Carrie a little bit because Carrie was technically a child. She was because she-, she was a teenager. Mm-hmm. They did her fucking dirty. When she when she when she went mm-hmm. off, I'm like period.
1: It was definitely oh, everybody. Maybe I'll be Carrie. Oh, you yeah, mind. That would be ooh, please. I got so many ideas for that. Okay,
0: well maybe we can we could talk about that off my
1: Don't laugh
0: at you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew we was meant to be like besties for real because nobody else understood that. Like My dad lap-
1: always said that. <laughs> <all> Any, t- <laughs> anytime I look crazy or something like that, I'm like, they're all going to laugh at you. They're all going <gonna laughs> to laugh at you.
0: Um, also, what else that we used to say? Oh, the power of
1: Christ will <laughs> save
0: you from the exorcism. Oh yeah, the
1: power of Christ will compel you. I oh, wanted I to see... I will save you.
0: Okay, compel you.
1: I really... I wanted to watch The Exorcist this year because I've never seen it. I've just seen clips of it literally... Anybody know <laughs> I would watch any scary movie, but, like, The Exorcist is something... It's, I think also what scared me the most about The Exorcist because I love being in my bed, and I know that sounds weird because I don't have a problem with Freddy Krueger and stuff like that, but it was different because, like, I know Freddy Krueger is not real. Like, that just does not exist. Like, that is a made-up character. That is a fictional monster, but The Exorcist, like, for the devil to, like... Like, a get in your body in your in your bed. Like, I just feel like that's something. Like, sorry, I do believe in stuff like that. Me too. And that's very scary to me. I think that's why that movie scared me. Because when I saw her, I'm like, damn! Like, she she couldn't even sleep. Like, you know, sometimes you know when you're not feeling well, you just sleep it off. Can't sleep it off. <laughs> you can't sleep the devil off. I'm. That's for that's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's for damn sure. You can't sleep. The devil you can't
0: um, but wait I a bet. minute every time I think about the exorcist I think about scary movie too
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's the only way that I was able to like digest it I was just like "Oh, like your mother's in here
0: <laughs> no I just think about when the priest was praying and like the the person that um, you know the person that was possessed was in the bed and they was like licking their tongue out and then the priest was like
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that was so funny
0: I'm like, what? Who thinks of this? Like, who thinks of this? But, um, yeah, definitely, Serena, we got to explore that when we get a chance. Like, the creepy kid trope. That's really one of my favorite tropes. And then creepy toy trope come, has been birthed from the creepy kid.
1: Yeah, now that, too. That's, <laughs> that, the creepy... Um, Annabelle
0: is a bad bitch that's all I got
1: to say no when I was a kid the creepy toy thing that destroyed me yeah cause
0: to take something so pure so innocent the thing that every child desires and make it creepy that's sick I love it though I love watching it like when they make something haunted especially when the, 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 the eyes of a doll like watches something I love that
1: Oh, my gosh. When I was a kid, that really made me sleep with all my dolls and stuff. Because I thought that if I put them on the floor, um, that they would haunt me.
0: See, I was opposite. I was like, I do not trust you, hoes.
1: <laughs> I thought I was nice. If, in my mind, I'm like, if I'm nice to them, then they would be nice to me.
0: I was the type to turn to, like, teddy bears <laughs> the opposite way for me. Like, please don't look at me. <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let's get into the rest of tea time. So oh, let's go. So the Sierra prayer, everybody know from the internet. Uh, we all want Sierra. I want Russell prayer too. But everybody wants Sierra's prayer, meaning whatever she had to say to get um, a good man. You know, it's just the it's it's the joke for the for Sierra. It's just a joke. So see, um we all know that Summer Walker is still over it. Her second album is coming soon. And she shared that, C- that there will be a track called The Sierra Prayer, and it's narrated by Sierra. That sounds exciting. I want to hear it.
1: Well, I'll listen. Um <laughs> Evon, every time, every you know, I do this every time. Like every time <laughs> I say something, it, it couldn't. It don't have to be that bad when when Evon's laughing. <laughs> That's what it turned out like. Okay, cause like, you, okay. You, you, it's clear you're not enthusiastic about it. I listen to it. I don't know, like maybe because like I don't know if I'm jaded right now, but I'm just like, come on, like the pr- I'm like so corny. Like, ain't that how your mom be saying it? Like so corny. corny. Yeah, that's Real how I feel. Corny <laughs> trash. And... That's how I feel. Um, it's just like I don't know, but also the Sierra prayer, like, <sighs> sorry. come comment. And also, I feel like if anybody else made the song, it would make sense. But I'm like, that's you true. literally.
0: If it was Ella May, I think
1: it, would make, it sense. would make so much sense.
0: That's but what I You know. you're right.
1: feel like you're, right. you're literally. I'm like, you. Maybe because they
0: both from Atlanta. You know, they both from Atlanta. <laughs> like, maybe. maybe but but it, I'm
1: like, literally, man, you went towards a man where. His, hold up. So does Sierra. So you really think about it. That's true. But. Maybe, sorry, maybe it's, I'm getting into respectability politics, but <laughs> I just, come, I mean, I have tattoos too. Um, because, but, she, because she got a chest piece? No, I'm just saying it's so much different because, all right, I'm going to read her because she is an Aries like me, Summer Walker. And I know that you don't want that. <laughs> you don't. She got a family bored. though. She really do, I think. She you always, probably do want a family, but- with a, a nigga like that, you're gonna be bored summer. I know that Aries to Aries sister, you're gonna be bored. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Maybe he don't all right. gotta be literally a
0: copy and paste of Russell Wilson. Just it gotta be her, Russell Wilson. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, that um,
1: means he's gonna be insane. <laughs> well, he might as well not even say the prayer.
0: I think she wanted a guy like, um, like I don't know, like Money Bag Yo or something, where he is. Eli. <laughs> Eli.
1: I know you doing that thing where you try so hard to find the truth, but
0: <laughs> like Money Bag Yo, like he is. I think like Money Bag Yo, yeah, he a hood nigga. He probably you know walkisha there, like from time to time. He definitely be to sesame place with his girl and his kids. So I feel like that's what she want. You know. The the hood family the hood of Russell Wilson, I guess so. I was. I the thing is, um, I feel no way in particular. I'm excited to hear the the I'm prayer. Go I just hope that it's not like corny. That's what I do hope because that that be making me cringe, personally.
1: <laughs> I know so, in my mind I could hear it. What it sound
0: like?
1: <laughs> not. Uh, Not how you want it to sound. I
0: feel like the worst case scenario is that it could sound like, Lord, please guide me, you know, help me find help me find brown sugar, help me find love. God, please let me find a man. Like that's the very (laughs) that's what I'm afraid
1: of. I feel like you will and I feel like she will, I'm sick of these niggas, I'm sick of these niggas, I'm sick of these niggas. I want me a nigga, I want me a nigga, I want me. It's going to love me, it's going to love me. Something like that. Are you niggas
0: ready for love? Are
1: you, are, you, are you niggas ready for
0: love? Niggas ready for love. Love. She's like, I'm out of here. Exactly. I feel like it's going. It's- like, Is it really that nigga? Me, e, like some shit like that. Like it's gonna be real. It's gonna be real, like R and B slash like hood, like hood songs. Whatever that genre is called. What's this new genre called?
1: Like I, the thing is, I like that kind of stuff. I, I, even though I did, I didn't listen to her, the only reason why I listened to her old album is because I literally since two thousand eighteen, I have been literally listening to nothing but the City Girls. <laughs> That's fair. And, that's not even a joke like i literally just been listening to like female rappers since 2018 like constantly just to boost my confidence but i will listen to it because i do like like hood r&b and stuff like that like i like stuff like that um but i really feel like it's definitely going to be like that like i'm sick of these niggas i want me a nigga
0: we'll see you know we'll see exactly understandable We'll see exactly what comes from it. Right. But I just want to know Well, Sierra will be narrating. So I just we'll have to see. But she's got my attention. I tell you, I was saying that's what's most important is that she got. She has our attention. See, Um, let's get into some more. Oh, Michael Jackson. What do you know? Michael Jackson is on (laughs) the uh, outline. So Michael Jackson's (laughs) son, Prince denies Drake is on his ass level. So I don't know who asked uh, this, this young man this. I think it was, okay, during an interview with 2Fab, uh, Prince Jackson said they, I guess they, they said I mean everybody has their own definition of greatness and all respect to Drake and everything that he does but what my father and my family accomplished in the time they did is very unlikely to ever be matched again. <laughs> Why would somebody ask him if like, why was Mike compare Drake and Michael Jackson to make him even have to say that?
1: Leave him alone.
0: But the thing is, it's what, I, what he said was exactly the truth. It's <laughs> all due respect. But what my family has, my father, my family has accomplished in the time that they did is very unlikely to ever be matched again. I don't, I don't hear a lie. Yeah. I just, I think people need to just, I don't think people truly understand the impact of celebrities in the 70s and the 80s and even Beyonce versus the impact now. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just not like, I think that, I think that people really don't understand what it means to be a true legend versus what it means to be a celebrity.
1: Because everything is just microwave now. Yeah.
0: And I'm really, I don't know anybody that could potentially be on that level other than Beyonce. And from a performance perspective, I can, I can see like Rihanna being aligned with definitely like a Janet Jackson, but that's legendary star global selling out worldwide but it's like it's, it's just not Drake I'm sorry and it takes it's just years not, and Drake it's don't not. care enough about his work to ever be co- um, compared to like Michael Jackson because the way he just pumping out these new albums these joints be corny mm-hmm. like nobody want to say it but they do mm-hmm. exactly Michael Jackson ain't just throwing out music like that he was too dedicated he was too much of like I
1: didn't know until he died that he didn't even have that many music videos yeah, he really didn't, and he was just so like,
0: just like Beyonce, very like intentional about what he released.
1: Yeah, I feel like that legend stuff is going to be a long time coming before that because everything is too fast and too fake. Too fast, too fake. It's too like not even. Also, like people aren't taking risk. It's just no.
0: I do feel, uh, I feel like the rap girls are doing fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like I love that for them, but I want a new performer. Like I want an awa- awakening, mm-hmm. like the way crazy and love aw- woke something up inside of me when I was younger. I want that feeling. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I don't think I'm asking for a lot. Like, I just want an artist because you know what it is? I know that there's talented people out here, but I just feel like nobody is searching for talent. Mm-hmm. They're searching for quick money. Mm-hmm. Because Queen Naja, come on. All right, let's move on to the next <laughs> slide. So, California to make ethnic studies a requirement in school. I don't know how I feel about ethnic studies. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yeah. Um,
1: who's teaching the class? Someone. I'm sure they're gonna be like someone ethnic. Sorry. <sighs> like who's teaching the class? Also, what does that mean? <laughs> so it says on Friday. Elaborate. Governor
0: Gavin Newsom signed a bill requiring all public high school students in the state to take an ethnic studies course before graduating. The course will focus on historically marginalized ethnic and racial groups, including African-Americans, Latinos, Asian-Americans, Pacific Islanders and Native Americans. There will also be lesson plans on Jewish, Arab, Sikh and Armenian Americans. So this is what they're saying. He says, the inclusion of ethnic studies in the high school curriculum is long overdue. Pause, let me stop you there. This people want to do this drop shift, chip, di- diversity and inclusion, where the quick answer is, let me just drop a diversity and inclusion class. Mm-hmm. Let me just quickly drop, like, you know, this sensitivity training in the middle of our racist, you know, climate. Let me just drop all these things, these buzzwords, these keys. But in reality, that shit is the tip of the iceberg. That don't even mean anything if the foundation is still trash. That doesn't mean anything. You know, like these things can't be another thing on the plate. Like diversity and inclusion has to be the plate because you're still making it other. Mm-hmm. Like I see what you're trying to do here, but it. But I feel like African-American history, Latinx history, Asian-American history, Pacific Islander, Native American history, flat out is American history. Mm-hmm. It is not a subcategory of it. So it's just like to make, I, I still don't, I just feel like it's, a good thought, but the process in itself shows me just how delayed people are. Because if you're gonna make something a requirement, you need to restructure the whole curriculum, not do a drop ship ethnic class.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Cause that's not gonna mean anything. Because, like, when you look at like I'm thinking about it now that I'm out of school, I'm like, yo, the way school is set up and stuff, shit is super racist. Yeah. And that's another
0: thing. If you're going to have ignorant ass people who don't even know how to work with black students teaching that, come on. Like, how is that going to work? Like, can we get rid of like school police? Because we know now that it's black students who like who it's like a it's a school to prison pipeline. Mm -hmm. We do it that way, because I was reading that most of the times like most of the, the biggest offense. With school police getting involved and locking up students is always like disorderly conduct. It's never weapons. It's never fights. It's behavior. So Mm -hmm. had they been in a school where there were no school police uh, present, instead of it being an arrest, it simply would have been, I don't know, a suspension, a call home, uh, a detention. It would have been a behavioral like response mm-hmm. but because the police are present, people gonna lean on them, and that's how people start to get records. That's how people start to b- begin the system before they're even out of school. so yep. it's like, let's focus on shit like that like why why just jump to the to the pretty polished answer instead of unpacking the real hard shit
1: exactly, and I just feel like the class like I already feel like they would be um excuse me taught by um white people.
0: Oh, you already know. And even, like, misinformed, like, black people be the (laughs) issue. Like, remember, like, in school, people used to lie to us. Like, we were kings and queens. It's like, okay, let's tell the real fucking stories. Actually, way greater than the kings and queens thing. Like, let's talk about... if you. I feel like if people really talked about all the shit black people really went through, because I know it's hard being black now, but I can't imagine what that shit was like in, like, the 30s, 40s. And the reality is, if it wasn't for those black people and all... That bullshit that they went through, we wouldn't have even been here. Like, black people have been pushing back from the beginning. So I'm like, why don't we really start to tell people about the resilience of their people, whether it's their, whether you're black, Latinx, Asian American, like stop? I feel like everybody just tells the, we were the greatest because we were kings and queens. And that's um, when that that whole mystifying Africa thing comes from. And it's so ignorant. So it's like, uh, why don't we tell the truth? It's way better.
1: i never forget when this nigga told us in high school. I don't think he was in the class, but telling us that Benjamin Franklin Parkway was in the shape of a black woman's uterus. <laughs> First of all... <laughs> That's the shit we
0: had to learn in high school. First of all, the shit, the lies we just were able to be
1: told. The uterus be shaped different. How do you know it's a, (laughs) first of all, it's a lot of questions. But how do you know that it's a black, if it was shaped like a uterus? How which would is you, not. Which is not. Ben, talking about Benjamin Franklin Parkway is shaped like a uterus and saying like that. Well, first he said it's a uterus. Then it was shaped like an unk. And that's where life had begun. Why the fuck would well, life, life begin in <laughs> Philadelphia? Oh, Benjamin Pink Franklin Parkway. Benjamin Franklin Puckin Parkway. Not Niagara Falls. Not the ocean. Benjamin Franklin Parkway? The middle of The... the and
0: there's nothing that special about the parkway. Like it's beautiful, but it's just surrounded by museums
1: and flags. So <laughs> it's <I was> like <laughs> museums and flags, my nigga. Like it's literally a it's literally a place to get for it's a fucking roundabout. It's a few parks. Like And guess what?
0: That and a fountain. And guess yeah. what? People like that birthed
1: anti-vaxxers. They birthed and they did. He, this is a person that in high school was talking to us. We literally used to go to this class once a week. I don't know why I got chosen to go. Uh, I wasn't part of it, but a lot of people liked it. Remember, that's the worst part about it. Yeah, some people liked it because like at first I was first before that, before he said that, I was like, oh, thank you. But when he said that thing about the uterus, (laughs) that's when I was like, hold up. This nigga on some uh, other time because why is the shape different <laughs> that's my how do you know how, when like, do you how, exactly how like, do you become <laughs> that's really how i felt like how did you put that together and that's scary to me that is people thinking like
0: and they're teaching they just have access to black kids because no one like cares a job
1: what we learn at a temple like that's a good school like he was teaching high school kids at Temple this. I don't know where that nigga at now. But that's spooky. It's just
0: insane, man. It's just insane. And <laughs> we just had a lot of lies being told to us and it was so funny. One time this one guy kept telling me to write about the founding fathers and I wrote about abolitionists instead and he was like F and I was like, I don't care if you give me an F. I'm Mr. Fucking his name started with a K. remember he used to be getting up in, in, in suiting and spaces and stuff. And I'm a, I'm tired of white writing about these boring ass Wait. white people who own black people. Like I'm so like you, this could be, give me the cliff notes on these people. They're not that impactful to America. I'm sorry. They're just not yeah. these quote unquote founding fathers. Like I don't want to call them my father. Like I don't want to. That's so weird. it's just like the rebellion against like the whiteness was there in school, but it just was nobody to pick up the slap. Like all we kept learning about is the black man who created peanut butter and shit. I am yeah. like, that's great, but it's like, so many other black people like i didn't even learn about stokely carmichael until and angela davis until i got out of school and i'm like that's kind of who pushed us forward like people who like them and like exactly. not learning that the black panthers was originally like a program to help feed you know to feed people and now they was just protecting themselves mm-hmm. just so much we didn't learn i'm in my 20s learning black history like that's exactly
1: just crazy. So that's and what like, I'm would you say like I knew about like stuff that like the Panthers and stuff like that because my dad would watch documentaries and stuff like that and this is like I, the thing is I'm glad that you know I got to learn about that stuff because like you know the documentary like my dad we watched um, I remember we watched a documentary about the first like black boxer his name was. Jack Johnson. And he was like a millionaire back during slavery times. Um, and my dad made me watch that, um documentary and I thought that was so cool. And I remember like wanting to talk about when I was in college, like wanting to talk about that. And it was just like, no, um, it was no place for me to talk about it. It was just no, like we, we talking about fucking bourgeoisie niggas in Europe. What am I talking about that for? Like, I want to talk about this nigga who was knocking out white people and was a millionaire during slavery. Like, that's what I want to talk about. Um, yeah, now.
0: and the real tea with Madam C.J. Walker, like, and all the other Black women business owners, we mm-hmm. weren't learning about Cicely Tyson. And now that we know, like, representation is the key to believe and you can do certain things, like, I have, I know somebody in my life who like recently moved to Philly and they say all the time, like, where I'm from, I don't see no black people doing good. So now I'm around you and your friends and I'm like, what the fuck? I like Now I believe I can do it because I see all these black people, you know, going to school or mm-hmm. even when they're not going to school. They got good jobs. They're going on vacation. They're living their best life where every black person I know where I'm from, they don't live this life. So mm-hmm. you have to like show people from a, a early age that One, they have the ability to be great two they come from great people three everything in their life their people help to inspire mm-hmm. like you can't just say oh white people gave us everything good and black people gave us some peanut butter you know it's so, like no <laughs> you need to talk about every everyone's contribution to the world we live in because that's that's what it takes mm-hmm. it's not just one person so i feel like thank you mr governor gavin but that's <laughs> like you need to you need to do something else
1: Period. Exactly. And that curriculum, like you said, I mean, the whole conversation be saying that that curriculum need to be A1 and need to stop being like, oh, we were slaves. Harry and stuff Tum- like that. Harry,
0: I love Harry Tubman. Thank you. But that's not the only person who's working hard to make
1: things different exactly and it would be it should be no like also like everybody you know parents because like for instance it's some stuff that I did learn from my parents and it's some stuff that they didn't even know exactly you know, so they brought
0: because the, the curriculum was the same when they was in school
1: exactly and
0: they, they didn't change shit when we got there besides maybe adding sex ed ad, mm-hmm. which was honestly slut shaming
1: <laughs> literally was
0: all right so let's just get into Adele she's coming but also, SZA is not.
1: <laughs> that's, coming, I'm very upset SZA about SZA. is that. not.
0: That's the headline. Would you say, SZA? I'm sorry.
1: I'm so mad about
0: that. About what? a SZA not? Well, yeah. the thing is, what SZA said is that she's not going to be releasing the same time as Summer. I know. Because apparently she's on Summer's album. So I, she was like, why would I? She tweeted, why would I drop she says, Somebody said, Girl, is it true that you're releasing an album this November? She said, I would, ju- I just want to know why y'all think I would drop same time as summer and I'm on her album. Like, what? So I didn't think that that was common knowledge to not like drop at the same time. But as I started thinking about it, I was like, maybe it's that's like a way that people show loyalty so that one, they're not competing against each other and two, like, like, She's not competing against herself because she's on this. And if she released, if she kind of like dropped with Summer and then dropped a separate time, that's like two different waves of volume.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, I. This may me being biased. I love, um, like, I know I said I wasn't in the mood for Adele um, and stuff like that, but it's just something about SZA girl music that is just like, I'm like. Uh, this is what I've been craving my whole life.
0: I love Susan's music and I'm desperate to hear more. But honestly, just like I feel about anti anti, I feel like they just those pro- control is 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 still so good it's and so, so fresh good. to me that I just like if you going if you going to deliver this shit again, take your time. Mhm. Take your time. If that me if you going to really drop something that I can just like they just rank, that's like a soundtrack to so many people's lives. Take your time. So I trust that when she drops, it's going to be a good time to drop. Um, Summer Walker, I think the same with her. I feel like she had a decent amount of time between albums. I heard a rumor saying that Kehlani was, could be, could be coming too. Um, another person who I feel like releases projects that are, like, they all make sense from the beginning to the end. So I would be excited for her to drop something. And then we got Adele. She's dropping. And I think I'm going to listen to this album. Like, I usually just listen to a bunch of, like, random songs by Adele, and like, never, like, a full album front to back. But something in my heart is saying that I'm excited for this. I don't know what it is. I feel like she has teased that it's going to be a different sound than ever before, although Jeez. I listen. To the
1: stupid
0: and didn't sound that different, and I saw like the visual, it was just like a cat eye with a bull brow. And I'm like, How's this different? You lied, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. I trust uh, Deli. Um, her
1: album is called 30. Love that! Nice. I want to know, I just was thinking, I want to know how many. <laughs> I wanna know how many songs SZA is on. <laughs> Cause she making it seem like she on more than one song.
0: She I I think she's probably on one song, but I think mm-hmm. that she's she's probably anticipating. Like, remember that song like um uh, uh Summer Walker dropped with Usher?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. real
0: good. Come through. So yeah. that was like a really big song, and i I bet you like When things stream like that and it's just all that focus on that one type of track, like you get millions and millions of listeners because that's the only thing new and hot. And from that genre right now, she probably can make a decent come up Mm. versus if she dropped in and then I just feel like it would somehow trickle to being less streams because people can't just run that into the ground. They got more options As far as new SZA to listen to. So maybe that's her thought, the thought process. That's the strategy. Maybe they got some data. I don't know. But I think, I mean, from the sounds of it, it seemed like she would just be on one song. Because what would that look like if she's on more than one song? Yeah, true. I
1: don't know.
0: I want to hear it, though. I feel like I need that. SZA and Summer Walker.
1: I I really need that. I feel like that's going to sound good. It's going to be beautiful.
0: It really is. I feel like I need Destas and JT too. Like,
1: yeah, I'm definitely excited about that. <laughs> Y'all know I'm losing my mind. Yes,
0: I, I just I'm so happy that like these girls are collaborating because I feel like thank you for listening. Someone's finally finally listening. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Also, real quick, Adele said that London is too expensive for her, and that's why she moved to LA.
1: That's Ain't so easy. funny. Like how I want to know how expensive it is. What are y'all doing in London? What are y'all doing? Yeah, seriously. What are they doing? And it uh, seemed like it's always gloomy there. Mm-hmm. And do y'all even have beaches? Yeah, I just think that it's that, that old,
0: like, it's just such an old place you know, when you think about how like ahead of the game London is in compared to like America, and I'm like, maybe it's just like the the rich history makes it so like snobby. I don't know. I feel like that's the only country I could kind of envision. No, that's not true. I envision myself living in Canada too. Yeah. But um, I feel like London and Canada are like two of the places I could see myself living in. Not not that I've done that much research about other countries <laughs> to live in. So there's also that. <laughs> But um yeah. yeah, we're excited for this new music. Um it's a it's a great time to be said, you know.
1: She really probably also moved to be with her nigga. Oh yeah, she dating a black man, right? Who's she dating? I don't know, some nigga.
0: <laughs> 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 so all right, let's move to the sunken place. This is something completely unfunny, so let's just, you know, put that out there. So uh today it came um out that Gabby Petito, her uh the cause of death was strangulation. Um that was the manner of her death. Uh, if you if you haven't heard, Gabby's like case definitely took the world by storm. Everybody was trying to piece it together, real life gone girl moment, where it was this girlfriend and this boyfriend. Boyfriend returned home without her immediately got a lawyer, was completely silent. Police tried to talk to her. He disappears. And we nobody has heard anything about him or what's going on. But after he disappears, Gabby emerges dead. You know, she's finally, um, they finally understand what happened to her. Everybody uh, from the moment I saw this case were a little bit offended about the fact that, you know, Why is she getting all this attention? There are all these missing uh, black women. There are all these missing, not just brown women, period. And they don't get half the coverage. Look at this girl. She was walking home in London and this happened to her. And, you know, all really, really relevant things to say. But in doing that, I do feel like there was so much insensitivity about the fact that someone still was dead, you know, Someone was missing. And I think in our attempt to be equal, the compassion still be going for victims because at the end of the day, this was a 22 year old girl who was strangled to death that's still sad. Like we can be like, we don't have to like say that something is less sad in order to, to lift these other things out. Like, and I'm thankful that her parents are like bringing attention. Like we do feel like every young girl should get the attention that our daughter gets. So they're putting their money where their mouth is and like dedicating all these resources to help find other people. But the real victim, she's still a victim. And the real person to be angry at, I feel like nobody's talking about, which is the her fiance, Brian, who, who went missing. Exactly. He went missing as soon as um, they started, cu- get, shit started getting hot. And also b- white male privilege would allow you to go missing when your girlfriend is exactly
1: currently- There was shit, there shit, because... There, the spouse is always uh, the first person of interest. So there should be no reason, even if they had nothing on him, there should be no reason why he should have been able to walk freely.
0: If that was a black or a brown man, no way the cops would have had their foot literally on his neck while they waited to find something incriminating.
1: They, they still haven't found him?
0: no. No. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if there is any need to be outraged, it should be because that boy is missing. Yeah, they failed her. The police of Florida are still scouring a vast wildlife reserve in the state for, for Miss Petito's fiance, Brian, who was described as a person of interest by the police. Before he went missing, Mr. La- Laundry had... had through a lawyer declined to speak to investigators. The police said the authorities later issued uh, an arrest warrant for him on charge of debit card fraud. So it's just like... What do you mean he was a person of interest?
1: How does he get to
0: decline? How does he get to decline to speak about his fiance going missing? Like what? The privilege in that. I feel like if you have any energy about like, how is this allowed to happen? How is this? How is that allowed to happen? Like, no, I, I just feel like no matter what, people really try to make. White women, like the whole Karen complex is very real. But I'm like, I think that it's actually kind of a bit of sexism because the real issue be these white men and don't nobody ever say nothing to them. They be the ones making actual terrible decisions. They're the ones actually trying to stop this abortion and stuff right now. They be the ones that really make cold decisions. And I feel like they use white women as their shield. I feel like that too. I feel like people aren't
1: seeing that
0: because they have all leaned into the fact that, like, white women cause so much drama. True. Mm -hmm. But what about, like, the the white men be actually causing violence? And they be getting away with literal murder. From the beginning of time. Like, the fact that people always talk about Ted Bundy and they be like, he was this handsome guy. He looked, that's your problem. No, Ted Bundy was not handsome. He He was not. He was creepy looking. He was creepy from the beginning. He was. Every time it's a white serial killer, he looks so nice. To who?
1: To who? He didn't. It's just that he's white, so you're not that afraid of him.
0: Exactly. Because I'm like the same people, like, you know, we... There were people who looked at those exonerated five and they saw cold blooded murderers just because they were black. And I looked at the exonerated five and I saw black boys, innocents, children, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just Same. I just think that by white people being in the, my majority They really just refuse to see themselves in any, in creep, as creepy, unless they're like, you know, like mouth breathing or something. Mm -hmm. It's just like, no, well, please. I'd be a lot of white men that I'd be so scared of. And they don't do anything. Actually, they'd be real friendly. I'm like, Mm -hmm. whoa. What are you doing? Exactly. Back up.
1: For some reason, people be having their guard down. (laughs) When Sorry.
0: <laughs> I just be thinking about like a white guy being friendly and I'd be like when Wendy Williams was like, what was that?
1: <laughs> Tape. What was that? That's really how I'd be feeling. Like, what you doing? So, it's just like, it's, it's really sad. It's really sad. Um, she was definitely failed, even though she, you know, was a white woman. She was failed because there was, again, there was, there should have been no reason That he should have been able to get out of their sight. That's just not justice. (laughs) Like that's just really not not
0: justice. justice And we all like I'm sorry, every woman should be completely like outraged, regardless of your race. Because that is unfortunately, we do have to think about things not just as like black women, but as women, period. When that happens to another woman, like, oh my God, like the just no one gives a shit about like what happens to women and, and the insensit- insensitivity like I remember when the case first happened and I would look through the comments of like the news like you know CNN and some the people will write just yeah her boyfriend definitely killed her like whoa. Like, how can you just, like, say something like that as if it's not somebody's actual-ass daughter, actual-ass life? It's just, like, the coldness, the lack of compassion, the lack of empathy is just going to be the death of us. I feel like, like, we we got to, like, bring it in and start to, I don't know. It's just pure ignorance.
1: Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Um, she definitely, and I really, I, it's a shame because I feel like, you know, he's been missing this For this long, he unfortunately may have, you know, taken his life. um, Yeah, I doubt he's alive. uh, Which is definitely not justice. Um, Definitely not justice at all for her. And the thing is, the big thing is, if they did that with her, a white woman, what do you think they would do with us?
0: You already know that's what I was thinking. You already know that's what I was thinking.
1: It's just like... It it was just neglect. Like you said, they fell her. They really did. It's really... And I I feel like, like you said, I really am happy that her parents are, like, being, like, you know, trying to spread light on every... um, On other, you know, cases and things like that. Because... Excuse me. Sorry. A lot... A lot of women go missing. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of women. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
0: and... We already know how hardly anyone like does anything when it's like a black trans woman. Mm-hmm. Like please, I, I think I shared this like when it happened but somebody that used to work at a job was was the a person of interest when it was this a uh, black trans woman found dismembered in Philly and th- th- he just got up and disappeared. Oh my god, I just can't help. How, how you do that in twenty twenty one? How you just get up and disappear, like you? You should, like, what? I just I feel like you. they're not looking for him. No, <laughs> yeah, I really I feel, feel that in my gut. I feel like they're not looking for him. Yeah, same. I could probably find his ass if you know. I really tried, and let alone with all the technology and resources, it's just really. Um, disgusting and I just I just felt like people who were so insensitive like it's one thing to wonder what happened like and to have you know speculations and to keep track of the story like naturally it was interesting it was happening real time but to just make her out to to just be like this you know white women always get it's like sometimes you got to know when to be quiet and when something when a 22 year old is strangled to death that's when that's when you just shut up mm-hmm so moving on to common sense, we just wanted to talk about stand culture. Because, baby, some of y'all are going out bad, 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 standing <laughs> no. up for these grown-ass people who do not know you. Um, and you don't have to do that. Like, it's totally okay to just listen to somebody's music and be like, they crazy. But that ain't got nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they crazy. I ain't got to get on the internet talk about it. Like that's my new favorite thing. Especially being as though I'm only almost thirty years old. Like I just can't see me being like, oh well. Like I'm gonna listen to this that, and the other. I'm gonna be like, you just got to be quiet and not take up for what some people do.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Full transparency. What's been going on with Nicki Minaj lately? I've been trying to be quiet because it is just so weird and bizarre to me. Yeah. Same. And because the last time on this show, I started talking about, you know, the dumb shit Nicki Minaj was doing when she was bringing up Stormy's name. Yeah, the baby, like Kylie Jenner's baby. Like, I felt like, you know what? I can't. This is just too ridiculous. Like, I can't talk about it. Yeah. But does
1: it make you feel like you lose your brain cells? You like, huh?
0: Like, imagine, like, just talking about this shit every week. But between the marrying of the pedophile or rapist, um, between backing up the pedophile, uh, whatever his name is with the rainbow hair. um, What's his name? Six-nine. Six-nine. Between just that woman coming out recently, talking about what what she experienced, not just when she was 16 years old as far as being raped, but also the threat she received recently from Nicki Minaj and between her jumping on live last night to defend a white woman who was black fishing against a black woman when she really likes to pull the race card out every time she don't win an award or something like that. I just said to myself, you know what? Let me look on Twitter. Let me see. Like, maybe now somebody would just hold, because the barbs really don't, you know, something wrong with y'all. So I was like, let me just see if the barbs, like, are coming to their senses. And still, either silence, I've seen more people now be like, damn, this is a bad joint. But for the most part, it's it's still flat out just delusion. And like, oh no, like, she didn't do. How would y'all know? Like, how would y'all know?
1: Exactly. And also, it's so disheartening seeing like if you are somebody who has been a victim of something like just seeing that, you know, how people would um, people say they will support you. But depending on who, um, depending on the circumstances, excuse me, they might not for real. Yeah,
0: that's what people show, in my opinion, when they can just. That Like we stand for black women. We stand for black women. But when a black woman goes on the reel and says that her rapist keeps bothering her and her rapist wife is, is trying to pay her off and stuff like that. So what happened to what we were saying the other day about protect black women? Do that go out the window when it's your, your favorite celebrity? It has stuff like that has to be consistent. And I do understand that there can be times where you just feel like, all right, I feel like, you know, this in an attempt to be ethical, I'm just getting burnt out. But I think that that's the easy decision.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And like, it's something like I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to like get into it. But like, and I feel like I'm not, I'm also ignoring it because I don't want to think Too into it and drive myself crazy, but like, I'm not even joking. Like, what's happening to, I think her name was Jennifer, literally one of my worst fears. Like, I constantly always think that something like that will happen to me, where the person who, you know, did what they did to me, I will have to constantly see them because, you know, they either, like, you know, are doing cause like, you know, the person who, you know, did what they did to me, they um was somebody that from the last, you know, I remember last that they were doing stuff like um trying to like I like work for like the state and stuff like that. And I'm just thinking if I would have to see this person's face all the time, have people like in their corner, um, backing them up and stuff like not knowing, you know, what happened. With us, that is a nightmare to me, and it's very disheartening seeing people um support um you know and and it's upsetting too, as somebody who has been in the Humanaj fans since the very beginning that I'm like somebody that has inspired me so much that you know would just doesn't care. And writing stuff off like, oh, it was, they were 16, you know, when it happened. Well, I was 18 when it happened to me. Um, And it's still something that affects me at 29 years old. Um, And also, it's one of the reasons why I had to check myself in the hospital in 2019 because I saw the person um, and I freaked out and I had a nervous breakdown. So the fact that I even have to say this to have for certain people and some people to feel an ounce of empathy and put things in perspective is really just is disheartening. Like it really is Um, because I really feel for her Um, even talking about it. Like I didn't think this was going to happen. Like I kind of feel like emotional because it's like very scary um, to keep on seeing the person who, you know, did something to you and like people not believe you. Cause I don't even want to, I don't want to out the person at all. I don't want to out them. I don't want them to, I honestly don't want them to get in trouble. That's why I believe her. Cause like, she didn't want it to get this big, but stuff happened. And now things escalated because all he had to do was register as a sex offender in California. That's what he had to do. And he didn't do it. And so now things got out of hand. Um, That's one. Uh, two, there are so many people that she could have been with. So many people but she chose him. She chose that man. Um, mm-hmm. And I know everybody isn't perfect and everybody doesn't have, you know, the best past. But for me personally, I draw the line as sexual assault. Yeah. That is something that I just cannot, I can't. Because I feel like you could make me feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah.
0: And my child. I w- will always question
1: your intentions around a ch- my child and any child. Exactly. So it's just like, I've just been like, ignoring it I don't want to talk about it because like it was like I mean obviously I'm talking about now because it's the the subject at hand but I'm saying like I wasn't talking about it and wasn't thinking about it because I feel like it's literally so similar to what happened to me because again we were both the same age both 18 teenagers and if I said something to somebody explain it to them they would think oh it's not that bad or something like that but it's literally something that still affects me almost 11 years later.
0: And I don't mean to be pessimistic when I say that it probably will always affect you. Because exactly, because it does. not something, like, it's not something that, can happen to you and you just move on from like Mm -hmm. that's trust and believe. People wish that that could happen, but that's, that's not what happens. And I feel like, you know, I appreciate you for being brave and like sharing that perspective because that's not easy to do and don't nobody want that history. Don't nobody want that problem. Right. But it's like, once you in that club, Mm -hmm. once you're in that club, it's a club that you just, you never going to forget what it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that when people support this is my thing with stan culture. Like when you support somebody no matter what they do, you are silently telling the people in your life who have sil- who are silently battling things that it's okay. Like what happened to you is okay. Mm-hmm. That as long as the the person is more likable or have more money or whatever the case, they can get away with certain things that you don't you would not believe uh would be fair if it happened to someone else. So I feel like if I told you, yo, this is one girl I know, right? Her, so her brother was um a pedophile. Her husband is a rapist, and she did this work project with somebody else who was like a rapist slash creep, right? And she she out here threatening her boyfriend's like pet. You would be like, yo, she she sounds terrible. But let me just put Nicki Minaj on the front. Then it's like, oh, never mind. Okay, everything's fine. That makes me believe that being a stan is turning your brains off. And if you can't be a fan of someone's music, if you can't like their wigs, if you can't like what they do and how they show up without your logic going off, then maybe I'm not even being funny. You need to unpack that. Like, you really need to unpack that and just wonder, like, why is being a fan of this person enough to get me to go against my morals? I know there's emotional connections to music. I love the pink print. Like, Mm -hmm. just like, I love the pink print. It's great. I don't know necessarily what the solution is, but I know that publicly defending somebody is, is just like saying that you stand by what's happening. If you stand by rapists, you need to say that. If you stand by people who blackmail victims, you need to say that. You just really need to say that out loud and don't try to make yourself seem no better than that.
1: Exactly. And like, it's so many reasons why I would never like out the person who did something because I just don't feel like dealing with that and explaining and hearing other people's opinions and people getting mad at me. Uh, excuse me. And I know that, you know, I'm not wrong, but it's just like, that's just how I feel. I don't want to talk about it don't want to tell who the person is and I'll probably feel that way for the rest of my life that's just how I feel but um so that's why um even like honestly I don't want even if this the person who did what they did to me like you know got money or something like that became a billionaire or something I would not want any of that money I wouldn't I don't we don't want anything to do with that person. That's why I fully and wholeheartedly believe her because also money can't fix everything. Mm-mm. It can't. No matter even if this the person paid me off or something, it's not going to fix everything. You know, is I'm still going to be thinking like even like dating and stuff is a challenge for me because like if if one thing goes um wrong, um like it's will like, you know, send me spiraling. And yeah. I didn't know why that was happening until I figured it out when, you know, that broke down like um two years ago. So it's just like I feel like like I don't understand how people can say, oh, this person just won clout or this person. What do you gain from being a rape victim? You gain nothing. The, the power that it takes
0: away from you, that just, just how defeated, you know, people feel. Like, I just think that no one's, again, putting themselves in this, this woman's shoes. And I also just feel like you, you tell somebody, you tell people what happened and they don't believe it. Mm-hmm. You be quiet and then they don't believe it. So what, what does that help with? And also, I just feel like the the sec- the casual sexual assault that goes on all the time amongst men and women, especially impressionable children, you know, the, the amount like I think if we all, you know, knew how many people really are victims of sexual assault, we would be like, what the fuck? I feel like most people that I know probably have experienced it in some way or another mm-hmm. through a partner do Something from childhood, whatever, but mo- a lot of people have you know experienced that. I feel like, do you know how many people you trigger when you just don't care? And how are we ever supposed to, to get a handle on sexual assault where a rape victim could stand in front of some in front of you know a camera, tell millions of people this happened to me, and then nothing comes from it? It's just like, oh, that's yesterday's news. How are we supposed to get a handle on casual things if we don't even hold people accountable for the big things? Mm -hmm. If rape was really the disgusting act, if that was a shared disgust among people, it wouldn't be so rampant. But Mm -hmm. the the fact that people only care when it comes to their them and theirs, that's the that's the problem with it. And like the violation is just is it needs to be like. Capital, capital murder. If you ask me, for when you violate somebody like that, exactly. And I'm sorry this is a tri- if this is triggering to someone. I will hope that if it was, you know, you took the the break that you needed. I ha- I think we've been trying not to talk about this for a long time, but to me, it's getting like, how can people just allow a bop? To get in the way of their ethics, like that. That's just what I'm wondering. Like, how yeah. can you allow this to get in the way of things? There's a we. I look. Everybody know we love Beyonce, part of the Beehive, part of the Navy. I'm a lamb. I love me some Mariah Carey, but with them being human beings. I will never say there's nothing they could do to get me to go against them. Oh, there are plenty of things they could do to make me go against them. There are plenty of things. Mm -hmm. I'm not expecting nobody to be human, but there, I mean, you know, people make mistakes. People are going to be different and they're still capitalistic in a sense that everything they do is not going to be something that I, you know, see in myself or could even imagine because I don't have that type of money, Mm -hmm. but when it comes to certain things it gotta be a hell no automatically it's like oh i've listened to all the evidence and it ain't looking good like oh no i can't align Mm -hmm. with that
1: yeah it just came to a point where it's and then it's just like i again another thing like i don't that's why it's so hard because like honestly she is somebody who's definitely impacted like even like my style like everything like just like again like since high school so it's very hard like it's not that like you know something I want but it's just like I feel like like I have to look at it like you know if you could do this to this person like if you don't really care about your fans at all um you because you know of course i'm not the only fan that something like that has happened to um so you really don't care like you just don't you just know what you want um you don't care in general so that's very hurtful um, and that's why celebrity culture has to just die. <laughs> yeah, I think that we need to go back to putting um a little bit of
0: space between us and celebrities. Anyway, I think that a lot of us are too into their business. It has its good parts. It has its bad parts. Yeah. But I just really feel like um, just just stop worshiping. I think you know it's it's natural to do that when you're younger because celebrities are the cool people in your life. Mm-hmm. Not sometimes your your parents aren't your teachers aren't. Sometimes your friends aren't, and it's like, who who do you look for for the style, the culture? Great, that's that's one thing when you're a child. But when you're a grown woman and you paying your own bills, and yeah, come on now, you can't be looking, and you you can't be spending your whole life like justifying the actions of another person who honestly ain't ain't on your team. Yeah, exactly. Because if it were to happen to you, the same thing would happen. She would be defending. She would be, ex- you know, blackmailing you on behalf of her husband. I can't care about somebody's reputation more than they care about their own reputation. That's just the bottom line. You can't stand somebody into being a good person. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know, support somebody. But for so long, because I'm going to tell you what's going to happen in 10 years from now, this going to be on the same. If you defended R. Kelly 10 years ago, people wouldn't have raised the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. But if you do that shit now, it's going to be like, ew, what's wrong with you? You sick? You know, same thing hap- is going to happen with this because it's, it's going to become more and more gross to stand next to people who have done gross things in their mm-hmm.
1: life.
0: I agree. I believe that woman. I believe what she said. And we say it all the time. Believe women. Believe survivors. Like, believe mm-hmm. them. Don't allow people to go and show you their wounds and then you go pour salt right in them and mm-hmm. say, well, why did you even tell me? You a liar anyway. I'm going to listen uh-uh, Superbase, my song. Like, what? That is so disrespectful. I That's feel okay. like Cicely Tyson on the front of those, that porch in um, that Tyler Perry movie having to say this, like, why am I having to, like, lecture people that, like, being a rapist is wrong and backing one up is wrong and blackmailing victims is wrong? Like this. What is going on? We've been in the house for too long.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. And also, like, is also like very. that's another reason why I would never. There's a lot of reasons, but another reason why I would never say anything, how angry people get when victims come out. Like that, she probably lying. The first thing people say, she probably lying. And you happen. You want money, this and third, blah, blah, blah. Like the people get more angry at the person coming out about telling their story than they do the actual act that happened to them. And that's, that's terrifying. And it's I ter- never want to. It's like deal an inconvenience.
0: It.
1: Yeah, it's like an inconvenience. Like people get so angry, and I just, I wouldn't, I never want to deal with it.
0: You're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. (sighs) But yeah, guys, that's it. You know, just think about who you stand behind. Think about the people in your life who might be silently fighting battles and how you, you know, pretty much can slap them in the face simply by saying certain comments. Like sometimes it's okay to be quiet. It -hmm. really is. Like that's what I'm lean into being quiet. Yes everyone with these keyboards feels like every topic you gotta have some things are above you like just be quiet exactly that's it for this week's show if you have some other topics that you'd like us to talk about you can hit us up on the socials hit us up on twitter at BLK Girl Brunch, or Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. you can find us or you can hit us up on the email at blackgirlbrunch at gmail.com. You can also talk to us about sponsorships. You know, send us a listener letter. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you got to say. Follow me on Instagram at Iman Matei. You can follow me on Twitter at It's Matei and Sabria.
1: At Frank and underscore on Twitter. And It's Frank and Femme on Instagram. All right. That's it for this week. Bye. Peace.